0: Here at PCA, we use the phrase, established for life. Well, the life part really begins after we leave the halls of Prestonwood. So, where are they now? How are they reaching the world? These are the inside stories of Lions leaving legacies and our journeys with Jesus. I'm Veronica Erickson, the Director of Alumni Relations, and this is Life Talk. Hey there, and welcome back to another wonderful, fine, exciting, unique, clever—all of the adjectives in one episode of Life Talk.
1: Yeah, hopefully, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> we're we're hoping, right? We have a we have a good guest. We have a great right? guest. and and this I morning. know that the name's already on there, and people have already clicked it. But yep. we always kind of. You know, lead up to the person. I so. always
0: like to try and give clues yeah. even though everyone knows who it is. Exactly. But um, this is why I felt like I needed to throw out some adjectives because I feel like our guest today yes. has a nice, versatile, like, way about life. He's involved in a lot. Yeah. He did a lot of different things in high school. Yeah. He's Most now- he
1: didn't get caught for.
0: There you go. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. He's got a big smile on his face. Look at him. Look at him. He's like, this what? Is- Statue
1: of limita- <laughs> he asked me, and he goes, has the statute of limitations run out on everything I did? I said, on most of it, it has. So you can talk it about it. It absolutely
0: has. No, no. But this is the beautiful part about the alumni <laughs> stories is that we get to have fun, and we get to talk we about do. all of the great things. And also, everyone wants to know where people are in yes, life. So yeah. our guest this morning is, drum roll, please, Kenneth Huggins. Good morning. Good
2: morning. Good morning. All right. Thanks for that introduction. I like the adjectives.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, if you could describe yourself in like one.
1: Ooh, ow. give me a couple words. I know. Give me a couple words.
0: Okay, give yourself maybe one or two adjectives. Yeah. You can do three. Ooh. I've got really loose rules here. There we go. Yeah, and this you is this is,
1: yeah, this is you describing this yourself. Is t- this not this is tough, not other people, <laughs> because you know I don't
2: know who's, I don't know who's listening. They may not agree with you oh. or agree with me. But this is but but you got the mic. Yeah. But you know I, you tell people right. You speak it out there. You, you say how it is. Autobiography. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll say this. I am calm. Everybody who knows me, I'm a very calm person. Okay. I'm a very zen person, mm-hmm. and I have and I'm very understanding. Oh, is that an adjective? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there it is. Know. Yeah. And I think that's kind of just always been my character throughout my entire life, and it's kind of propelled me to where I am today.
0: I love that. Even kill just So, like, what does ruffle your feathers?
2: There's not much. Okay. There's not much. When I was in high school, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but every playoff game or every football game we ever played mm. I would take a snap right before it there you go oh my gosh <laughs> I would oh, be in the I huddle just that. yawning and yeah. the coach is like are you ready, are you to, ready play? to play He's like, this yeah, is exactly. my, this is I said my coach life. trust me I'm good I'm yeah. good hey coach
1: wake me up wake me up
2: before the play <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? exactly. wait I love,
1: love, love
0: this me. this actually does I did not know this about you and we joked before the podcast I was like oh we're gonna pepper him with interview questions yeah. and then my very first opening question <laughs> was describe yourself in a couple words okay so Common understanding. I love this, Kenneth. Um, so catch us up to speed a little bit on um, where you are now. Are you in the Dallas area? Are you where? Where's Kenneth and fam been yeah. the past couple well, of years? Do you want
1: to you want to go back? Yeah, oh. right. Because I mean, we were just talking about you're a 2011. Graduated right. in 2011. Graduated in 2011. Then where'd you go?
2: So after I graduated, I actually went to community college for half a semester. Okay. Then I, after that, I went to Texas Tech University, and I graduated with an accounting degree. Okay. So nice. when I was at Texas Tech, had a good time there. What did you, you think about Lubbock? There's nothing to do in Lubbock. <laughs> there's nothing to do in Lubbock. <laughs> hey, there's torches but there now. There's torches there? Was it there when I was there? It, I don't think not. so. Mm-mm. It was not. No, I remember when it came. <laughs> but we made, we made our own fun in Lubbock. Sure. So I enjoyed my time there. I walked on and played football at, in Lubbock. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so okay. my entire life, I was always around athletes. Yep. Mm. And then when I w- went to college... I was not an athlete anymore, so I was like, "I gotta find a way yeah, to get on this yeah, football team yeah. because I'm bored out of my mind in Lubbock." Mm, mm-hmm. I don't drink, I didn't smoke. That wasn't what I did, yeah, so I needed to be around exactly. athletes. So you I walked on. Walked on.
1: There you
2: That's go. Great. Mm-hmm. How long did you stay on? So I was there for a year. Okay. A year, and then I decided, hey, I'm not going to the NFL. I need to get out. I need to graduate, there and I go. need to start my life. There you go. All right. Well, good.
1: Good for you. So graduated from Lubbock, came back to Dallas. Yeah. Because right? so the family business is here. Did you dive right into the family business?
2: or? So the first three weeks when I graduated school, I went straight to Champion School of Real Estate and I got my real estate license. Yeah. Mm. My dad and my mom, they had always been investors in the real estate world. And so they kind of said, hey, you can either use your accounting degree or you can come back home and you can join the family business. There you go. Mm. So what I did is I got my real estate license, and then I also did accounting for their business. Oh, good. And so – cook I- the books, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bit. No, but we didn't make the most money I think we ever had in that year. Uh-huh. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Accurate accounting skills. Yes. You no, know, so I, um, I got my real estate license, jumped in with the family business. I helped and assist a lot of our investor clients – you know, buying and selling properties. Yeah. So I think my first year, I sold about 32 deals with them. Um, fast forward, stayed in real estate. I met my wife, mm-hmm. 2017, huh. dated for about four years. And then 2019, started my own brokerage firm okay. at Huggins Realty. There mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. So i a brokerage firm. And then 2021, my wife and I, we got married. We had a son all in the same year. Oh boy! <laughs> mm-hmm. We got married March twenty sixth, and wow. then we welcomed him our son, Caden Huggins, New Year's Eve, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So it's just been a whirlwind of things that we've had to do, had to grow, wow. started businesses. So he's coming up on his second birthday. No, he, he'll be one because yeah, he's twenty twenty one. Twenty 21. twenty one. Okay. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah, so last, oh yeah. I mean, all of the years are blending together for me, too. Yes. I, I really do feel like the 2020 COVID year did this to all of us. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so he's coming up on his first birthday. He's coming up on
2: his wow. first birthday, wow. so we're having to get prepared for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow, wait, so let's back up. Marriage, starting a new business, having a baby, all within, what, a two-year time?
2: a year. Right? Wow. So I think my wife and I got married. We had a baby. We bought a house together. My wife, she's a part owner of Cheer Athletics Dallas. There's just a lot that's gone on. Like we feel like we live in chaos. Yeah, but we like it. We're comfortable there. Oh my (laughs) word! She does Cheer Athletics. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. No, it is. Cheer
2: that's Athletics, big Dallas. Yeah, because yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: yep. a bunch of our girls uh-huh. all do right cheer athletics, and right. I know that is some
2: serious stuff. It's <laughs> crazy. She's like a, she's a drill sergeant. <laughs> yes. But no, is, she that, loves is that her background? Was that, she in cheer? That's her background. Oh, she I was going to say her background's a drill sergeant. Wow. Sort of. No, no, no she, but that's it, her life. Cheerleading.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, how did you guys meet?
2: So we actually met through a mutual friend. Um, There's a lady that I used to close a lot of business with at a title company uh-huh. um, And she also worked at Cheer Athletics and worked at the title companies uh-huh. So it was kind of a blind date
1: And she said Kenneth?
2: She set us up She said Kenneth. <laughs> yep That's so great And ever since then we've been together I love it
0: I love the setup stories, I love too. love the setup stories. Yeah, because so it's good. still so organic and wonderful. Um, so talk to us a little bit about this season of life that you have just touched on and, like, living in chaos and such. I love that you opened with the fact that you're, you're like, well, I'm calm and understanding. And maybe this is because you've been pushed with all of these buttons of having to be calm and understanding. Um, but, like, how do you, you know, how do you process through this? Like, how do you kind of you know just go through the everyday like what what kind of helps you get through it all
2: No I think um I have a great team right mm-hmm. so at Huggins Realty like that's our business and it's not just me mm-hmm. You know I have an assistant I have an director of onboarding and education my dad's involved And so everybody has a role in our business, Mm -hmm. and it kind of keeps us zen and under control. Sure. Because there's a lot going on in real estate, and if you know anybody, a lot of real estate agents, it's just they're all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. Um, This year, by hiring on other people, kind of gave me the ability to still have a great relationship with my family and my Mm -hmm. son. So it's like my son's not in daycare. Mm -hmm. My son's still at home with his mom, and then when she goes to Mm work— I'm home at 4. There you go. So it's just, I guess, the team aspect of things has really helped me in this time of our lives.
1: Mm. Okay, so I'm, I'm remembering Kenneth from high school. And I remember your dad drove a car that had his, like, face and name plastered on it. Am I right? Probably his landscaping truck. Yeah. Yep. Ellen like Huggins
2: I, landscaping. Well, <laughs> and I,
1: I just remember like when your dad came to places like I mean he's kind of a he's a presence. Like when he when he walks in, I mean he's a very he outgoing, <laughs> engaging, right, kind of personality. Mm-hmm. So I remember him. Yeah. That was a long time ago.
2: That was a long time. He's still the same. He's still the same. He's a fireball. My dad is not common Zen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why we work together well. We're opposites. Yeah. And so you were
0: mentioning he's now a partner of the company. Yeah, he's a
2: part owner of Huggins Realty as well. And so for us, it's like we love family. Yeah. You know, and just to have a family business together and be able to grow together Mm. it's special. Yeah. You know, we, I guess in Prestonwood, a lot of the friends that we had here, many of their parents own their own business. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like whenever I got out of school, hey, just look to see what everybody else is doing. Sure. They're owning their own business. Mm-hmm. Why not do the same? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 We definitely had that as part of the community aspect here, and it was cool to see a lot of entrepreneur parents actually. If you right, that was a good. That's a great point. Um, now I know I got a little excited about okay, bring us up to speed right away on your life, but and we did the backtrack a little bit we on did. how you got. Um, you know how since leaving PCA where you've gotten to now but let's take it back even further Okay, let's go back to the hallways of PCA a little bit Um, you mentioned before the podcast when we were chatting that you uh, were at a couple of other schools before you came here for junior and senior year but tell us your story of getting to PCA and then when you were here um, just some of the things that have maybe stuck with you
2: yeah so I went to I guess our rival Trinity Christian Academy.
0: Dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> I know. I was like, do I mention it? Do I say it in advance? So. You got to, you got to.
2: I think everybody who talks about PCA, they always yep. talk about TCA I as know, well. But I, I went know. there my sixth through ninth grade year. Yep. Um, and I was really close with a lot of the people who went to PCA because they also went to TCA. Mm-hmm. Like Riley Standards, Cole Masimo, yes. Tanner Kesterson, yeah. you know Zach, Peter, Andy, and so we just were all friends growing up. Um, and we played sports together, so I went to TCA with them, mm-hmm. sixth and ninth grade. My sophomore no, I yeah, yeah, my sophomore year I went to Centennial High School in Frisco. Mm-hmm. Was that
1: new then? Do you remember when?
2: No, so Centennial so High School was been there for was a while? In 2005 is when they okay, opened. Okay,
0: It still seemed fairly new. I was yeah. literally about. I, did, to ask I just the remember same like question. a new
1: Frisco High School popping open every day, and I was like, what,
2: I "Wait, know, which one is yeah, this? Like which 12, one's, 12, okay. right? one's that?" Okay. There's like 12 now. There's like there's 12 now. Yeah. Whenever I was there, there was only two.
0: Right. That's what I thought. It was like Frisco and Centennial, and that was the newer one. Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, yep. so
0: you were at Centennial. So you went to Centennial.
2: So Centennial. And they thing. did not
1: recognize your brilliance.
2: Is that what I remember? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> kind of, sort of, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was into football when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, and at Centennial, we had a great quarterback. And so the football team, we just threw the ball a lot. Mm. And so as for me as a running back, I just didn't get much playing or I got playing time, but I can get the ball. Yeah. And my dad, he's a competitive, he's competitive nature. Yeah. He's like, hey, we need to switch you schools. <laughs> he's like, I want to see you play football.
0: Let's go, dad. So
2: yes. it was either I'm going back to Trinity Christian Academy or I'm coming to PCA. OK. A lot of my friends had transferred over to PCA. Uh-huh. and So that's what brought me here. Yeah. I think I came and visited the campus once, met Coach Cunningham, oh, kind of just fell love. in love with the school. Awesome. And then ever since they were junior, senior year, we talk about it, it's like, man, even though I only came from here for two years, this school feels like family. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I'm always back here if I'm playing basketball. Like it's not awkward coming back to the school. Yeah. Right. And you
1: just came back for the alumni flag football came game? Came back from
2: the alumni flag football game, got injured. I always get injured when I <laughs> sure, play. You didn't get injured. <laughs> I'm going to call it an injury. Let me I'm have just, my moment. No, I am going to explain we didn't it. Win. You just, no, you know
0: what, though? You're just
2: older now, Kenneth.
0: We joked though. This is why I made people sign waivers this year. Aha. Uh-huh. But I did joke, like in one of the emails, I kind of said, It gets competitive. Y'all stretch the hammies. And yeah. like whether people realized my sense of humor in the email or not. Then we came in and chatted, and yeah. Kenneth's like, I actually did hurt my hamstring. Yeah. So I'm like, Those are precious the older you get, you know?
2: Okay, gotta keep them. I won't yeah. be playing next year. I'll no, tell you that much. Oh, I'll be quarterback true. or I'll be center.
0: There you go. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. I was center for Powder Puff. Please okay. tell me how. Okay. A petite human, it was because I was the only person who could hike the ball. Hunter Super put me in you know. the center. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My, anyway, my, I My digest.
1: daughter got a concussion during Powder no, Puff. it's,
0: it's yes. like it, – I know. <laughs> yeah. Might need,
1: need like, some waivers for that <laughs> one too then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we also Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: we could we could talk about it. We stories could talk all about all of this. So, I
0: know. What yep. what about your
1: do you what, what do you remember about yeah. PCA? And and not just the, the football, you know, time and things like that, which was great. because um, I, I remember those years, right? Good years, good teams, you guys had a oh, great time. Great years. What, what do you yeah. remember about just walking the
2: hallways, teachers, mm-hmm. classmates, things like that? Not much. No, I'm playing. <laughs> 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 no, it was it was just very I can't describe I think everybody at PCA was just a very welcoming community. Uh-huh. Um, so you enjoyed where you went to school. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and I think that's something that could be sounded off by many people went to Prestonwood. Um, mm-hmm. Sports was really big for us, but academics was big too. I think mm-hmm. that teachers really cared about us as who, who we were as students. Mm-hmm. And our coaches cared about us who we were as athletes. And then mm-hmm. the parents of you know, our friends, they cared about us as well. So I think that's one thing that was very, very special about being at Prestonwood, because you don't get that everywhere. Yeah, Right. You know, and then I think nowadays, everybody who we went to school with, we're still pretty close. And that's if great. I talk to my other friends who didn't go to private school or mm-hmm. went to other schools, they're not as close with their high school friends. Mm-hmm. They may know one or two people where,
0: I think mm-hmm. if you talk
2: to a lot of Prestonwood kids, you're, you're close with a lot of people from high school. Yeah.
0: And you even mentioned, you know, you came back for your 2011 10-year class reunion last year. And you were like, we had a solid, you know, 30 or so people show up. And whether you were friends with people in high school or not, it was like a great time to catch up with them. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: and I didn't even tell you this, but I was the one who I hosted it. What? I was one who hosted that yes, reunion. Yes, you did. <laughs> yep. Oh,
0: my gosh. Okay. Did you? So, was this like a self-nomination or was it like, oh, Kenneth, you're just good at bringing people together? N- what No, nope, definitely not. So yeah. I guess
2: I was talking to Megan Rogers. I guess we have a yeah. Facebook group page for the yeah. PCA alumni. Yeah. And Ann Kirby, she's another person, a yes. PCA alumni who's yeah. at our brokerage too. And I said, hey, I think we need to head this up. It would be something fun to do. And bring everybody back close together. That's so great. So we said, okay, let's dive in yeah. and let's start inviting people. We didn't know how many people would come, yeah. but we had a good turnout. Good deal. Isn't that
0: great? <laughs> and, like you, and that's where it's, like, it's a little surprising when you see sometimes people show up and you're like, wow, I never thought they would show up. And they, and they were like, it was on their calendar six months in advance kind yeah. of thing. And it's just so cool. And that's the beautiful part, especially now being – alumni. And then the biggest joy for me stepping into this role has been realizing and seeing how many stories of people who keep in touch. And, you know, you just mentioned Ann Kirby, who works with y'all and all of that. And it's just kind of cool to see how things have progressed and continued in their own way as they should. We're obviously not in high school anymore. And that You know, whether people had an enjoyable experience or not, like relationships developed and continued to develop or they, you know, reignited and they fostered and they started something new. And that's where you go, gosh – this group of alumni, like out living life, breathing, walking the earth, having an amazing time, is um, a really special group of people.
2: No, we loved you know? it. We loved it. No one, no one missed a step. So everybody mm. just felt very comfortable. And w- before you get there, you're like, man, am I going to remember this person? They going to remember me? What they think about me? But it was, it was a good time.
0: Did y'all do name tags? We didn't do
2: name tags. You didn't do we name tags? We did. Ta- and I got to okay. say, like, I probably remembered everybody who was there. Because yeah. we only had 120 people in our class. Yeah. And I came from a school in Frisco who had 500 people right. in mm-hmm. our right. class. I didn't know anybody. Right. You know, so 120 was not hard to remember.
0: No, for sure. Um, we did name tags at ours just in case. <laughs> <laughs> we did.
2: you're, you're,
1: o- you're older You're older, though. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still at the 10-year mark, but, yeah, I'm with you, Dan. Um, no, but, but you know, like, oh, spouses, of course. But, um, no, we had a couple folks that were, like, oh, you know it- – funny story for after the podcast that we were like oh what that's you this is great and they were just like a hoot and a half of like how they'd changed over 10 years so yeah um that is great to hear talk to us about um just some of these relationships again you touched on a few uh who are still some of your close friends today that were from those two years
2: yeah so anthony gare he was uh, yeah. he was a year below me. Who yeah. was Anthony Morgan when he was With, here. Who was Anthony Morgan. We called him Amo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we've stayed in touch over the years. We probably talk on the phone every two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. Nathan Lee. Oh, yeah. He was one of my close friends. We actually were those enemies. Are, those are both
1: great guys. Great. They are. They're
2: great guys.
1: I love both of them. Mm-hmm. Good guys.
2: Nathan yep. actually used to hate me whenever I was what? at Trinity. Oh. Because it was a sports rival. Oh, driver. Okay. <laughs> Fast forward, yeah. Nathan Lee was the best man at my wedding. No mm. way. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh my god. Awesome. So we, we we talk all the time. We still come up here at the SFC, play basketball. Yeah, that's great we're just really close. We probably talk every day on the phone as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You got hey, you gotta remind him we still play Tuesday and Thursday morning. Every Tuesday, him, Thursday him morning, him six AM. Come,
2: on, come, on. come beat me and Dan. That's right. <laughs> there you go.
0: Hey, Kenneth's good at the plugs. You should he, do more, he, of, he these. Is. You I'm do more of these. want to come in and do more of these little podcasts? I'd i like that. So we we'll so see. I'll listen t- to this
2: afterwards, and I'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you stay in touch with those guys. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> Anybody Scott else? Scott Smith. Um, I stay in touch with him. I talked to him actually yesterday. Scott Smith's dad actually gave me my first job oh, cool! whenever oh. I was in college. Mm. I worked at his office, Plano Data. Me and Nathan Lee worked together. Yeah. So those are probably the three people I stay in mm. touch with the most. Mm-hmm. But- we, we hang out all the time. We go visit each other. Anthony's in Houston. Mm-hmm. Nathan's in Dallas. Scott's in Dallas. But we'll travel to visit other people. Yeah. Okay. And
1: we saw Anthony at the alumni football mm-hmm. game, and he just had a baby girl. He uh, has a baby girl. Nine month, months Ma- ago? Mariah,
2: and yeah. she's seven weeks younger than my son, Caden. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so, so we're going to grow up together. Was, That's right.
0: Yeah. You were saying that. You've like, <laughs> <mean. trying. laughs> exactly, exactly. got to get I, him out of Houston. Arranged marriage. We're trying.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I was
0: like, one, one step further. He's like, yeah, they're going to grow up together. I'm like they're gonna get
2: married. They're gonna get married. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> they will. They will. <laughs>
0: oh, that's wonderful. So speaking of family, and just it's so evident how much you are. I mean, obviously you've got a great dad figure in your life, and your dad sounds like such an amazing relationship and impact. Um, you know, now that you are a father, what are um, you know, and what are some things, especially even you know, you went to you had the Trinity background, which is another faith-based school. You had PCA that you mm-hmm. wrapped up at. Like, what are some things that? Now, as a father, you're hoping to see, um, you know, foster and grow faith-wise or within your family, like, as you look. I know he's only coming up on his first birthday. Right, Um, right. But you're hoping to pass along.
2: No, that's a good question. And I have to bring it back a little bit too. Um, Dan, you were a huge role model for me. I know we weren't really close in high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you too much. I don't think you knew me too much. But after I graduated, um, I gained a lot of respect for you because you you're very straightforward and to the point and you challenge us as, as students and as just young men. Um, before I got married to my wife, she was not a believer. Mm-hmm. And Dan had talked to me one day, said, hey, how are you doing with your, your girlfriend? Is she a believer? Y'all going to get married? And I said, you know, Dan, I don't think she's a believer, and I'm, we're, we're, work, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, that's nobody's fault but your own. He mm-hmm. goes, because what are you doing in her life to make her come closer to God? Mm-hmm. So I took that to heart, um, and probably like six months later, my wife became a believer. Mm-hmm. She became a Christian. Mm-hmm. and from then like i had no doubt that i was going to marry this woman yeah. fast forward mm-hmm. we had our son and it's like now we're able to build we're able to raise our son in a christian community a christian family and so that's just going to be something really important mm-hmm. to me building him with faith b- doing things with him that i never did when i was younger mm-hmm. teaching him things i didn't know building his confidence every single day that's what I'm kind of most excited about, mm-hmm. you know, as going through this journey with him, because I think as we were, as we grew as children, there were some things that we wish we would have done differently, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? So we get to give our sons or give our kids opportunity to say like, hey, I didn't do this the right way when I was growing up. You need to be better than me. So it's going to be mm-hmm. very exciting just teaching him how to grow, teaching him to be a, to become a man in and then in faith.
0: That's awesome and also he is living in different times than when we were growing He's up. He's
2: living in different times. Yes, he is. So they
0: I I am a boy mom too and I am like all about this because uh, you know child of the 90s like I miss not having cell phones and you know that Amen. being able to switch off at times and the social media and the technology and you know All of that. I tried to tell my son, like, no, no, Paw Patrol does not come on until 9 o'clock. Well, he's like, but it's right there on the TV ready to play. And I'm like, the concept of having to wait for a show to come on the TV or something, you know, which we did as kids. And then it was done. And then you were like, go outside and ride your bike. (laughs) But but no, that's wonderful, Kenneth. And um, also, Dan, Mm -hmm. just you – we've had a few of these podcasts where men, young men have come in and said, you know – Dan you were a huge um mentor to me and whether it was in high school or out and like this is just a strength of yours and obviously you've got sons of your own but huge kudos and
1: um you know Kenneth and I've met a couple times and one of the things I I love about Kenneth is he's um, tremendously open Mm -hmm. to listening and learning um and usually I I usually drop kind of breadcrumbs and just say hey here's something you can do and Mm -hmm. Some guys pick it up and do something with it, and some guys don't. Kenneth does, right? That's the one thing is like, you know, give me a book to read. Give me something to work on, to have a conversation, right? And I'll I'll toss them out there. And most guys just kind of nothing happens to it. Kenneth, all over again. We had man. a book
2: club for a little bit we did. going. We did. Yep. We had a book
1: club going for a while. and Yeah. So he, I, I love that, you know, you, you are, um, one, you know, Christ-centered, family-oriented, um, that everything you do, right, it, it wasn't about just pursuing the almighty dollar, but it was how do I take what I've been given and do something with. I know that even at your company, right? That's part of what you guys do is you take the resources that you have and you invest them into the community. And I mean, I just love that about mm-hmm. what you're doing. So mm-hmm. kudos to you, right? You're, you're killing it already as a, as a young husband and a young father yeah. um, already kind of putting your family, you know, in that particular position where, you know, you're not, you know, growing away from them, but you're allowing them to grow with you. So right, it's right an now. awesome thing.
2: And you said something about our company like, our company's motto is building generational wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, my father, my mom, they're both like, hey, get into real estate, buy mm-hmm. rental properties. Mm-hmm create passive income for yourself that then you can now pass on to your children Mm -hmm. you know when the time comes Mm -hmm. because that's what they've always done and so we teach all of our agents at huggins realty to do the exact same thing Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of why we've been successful and why we keep everything that we do very family oriented that's just who we are at the core i love it it's so good job it's so great so but uh, now just a real quick plug Right?
1: Do you mm. do just uh, residential or commercial? Or, like, if somebody was going to buy or sell a house, can they just hire you?
2: Like, I, I mean, yeah. Mm. No, yeah. So, yeah. I guess over the seven years, we built a robust team. We do residential, we do commercial, and then we just recently got into development. Yeah. Oh. So, we bought, there's an agent on our team who bought 90 acres of land. They're going to be building 90 homes. There you go. Mm. And then we have another client of our who's going to be building a storage facility. So, mm. residential, cool. commercial. Yeah. Development, we do it all. There you go. Life Talk, sponsored by Huggins (laughs) (laughs) Realty. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding.
0: (laughs) It comes back for a quarterly update. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it, though. And, you know, just to loop back on to see how the fruits of all of your efforts Mm -hmm. have have come about. And, you know, when you were giving kudos to Kenneth and I picked up on the fact that you were like, what you said, Dan, I took to heart. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that trait doesn't come about all the time and it's pretty rare. And you said it yourself, you're like, I took it to heart. And that's the posture of where our hearts need to be. Right. And that is so wonderful that you've just got that. Right. And it's and it's something that you really care about and you probably work on. Um, So hold on to it and just keep Just keep fueling that.
2: Got to, got to. We all have to get better. We all have to get better.
0: Yes. Amen. Well, um, any final comments to the alums listening to maybe some of, you know, we did some name shout outs. I love when we do the name shout outs because I then send it out to them. Yes. You were mentioned in a podcast. Okay. Uh, But but really, any encouragement to the greater alumni community. Um, We've got people in all different areas of life, all over the world, um, that just can kind of Build them up in whatever season of life they're in.
2: No, yeah. I think I encourage them to maybe reach out to you guys and come on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think it's always good to be back in the presence of the Presswood family. Um, And as we come back, we just get the presence of family. And that's kind of how we Mm -hmm. continue to grow from there get back to our roots. Mm -hmm. So come back to Presswood. Join us. See, that's the Christmas party. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, shout out. You are Christmas so good at the plugs. Yes. It is December 17th. December 17th. 10, 10 a.m. 10 10 country 12 p.m. That'll be fun. <laughs> I'll be there. That's right.
0: Pictures with Santa. Um, no, seriously, you're about to get a job here, Kenneth. That's Amen. what this is going to be. No, so um, good. So good. Yeah. Thank you so much for being uh, just an incredible human, a continued ambassador for the Lord, for um, for this great school. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah.
2: You no, know, And I thank you both for having me on the show. Awesome. Appreciate you.
0: Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Life Talk. You love hearing the stories of what God is doing in and through the lives of our alumni. If the Lord is doing something amazing in your life, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And until then, let your life talk.